Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Stephen Young from Fort Fairfield, Maine. Thank you for joining me today, Steve. Thank you, Angel, for having me. Well, Steve, you're the founder of Stephen, Stephen's Gates Ministries. And today you're going to talk to us about being a seer, moving in the prophetic. Yes. So I've talked with you a couple of times about the prophetic and what it is and and the importance of practicing, how to stir that gift up. So today I want to talk a little more about what it means to be a seer and how do we see properly and how do we make sure that what we are prophesying over people lines up with the Word of God. Well, we talked earlier about how God wants us to... to he wants to meet our needs. He wants us to walk in abundance. Um, he doesn't want us to walk in poverty. Speak to me about that. Yeah, um, well, the Lord, the Bible's very clear on that, on God is a God of abundance. God is a God of more than enough. Um, he does not want us living in poverty. And it's important that we have the Word of God down inside of us so when we start seeing things like this, like poverty, we recognize that this is not from God. Um, it's very easy, a lot of outside forces, there's a lot of different uh, theological takes on poverty and prosperity, but it's important that we know for ourselves what does the Bible say about it, so that others can't speak poverty into us, and so that we don't, as prophetic people, speak poverty and prophesy poverty into other people as well that's sort of along the same lines as healing as well yes that's the same thing we know that god's word said in psalm 107 20 he sent his word and he healeth thee mm -hmm. um, so we know that god wants people well yes that is correct i've heard stories where um, someone would have just a simple they would see like water someone needed to drink more water I'm um, here this person had been quite sick for a while but she said I just feel like I need to tell you I saw water you need to drink more water and that helped her that helped her to be whole is that what you're talking about seeing yes and and sometimes the Lord will reveal specific details about somebody's health like he'll, they'll see exactly what the problem is and what they need to do um, but prophetic people we are seers we see into the future that's part of prophesying so whatever the Lord reveals to us that we see we have to make sure that as we deliver that to the recipient that it lines up with the Word of God and the only way, just like if you wear glasses, you can't see clearly if your lenses are dirty. And it's the same in our spiritual life. We've got to see through clear lenses in order to be sure we are prophesying and speaking into people's lives correctly. Um, how, do we, how do we make sure we have a clear lens? Uh, good core values. How do we make sure we have good core values? Being in the Word of God. The more we're in the Word, the more we know His will for us and everybody, the clearer our lens becomes so that we can be clear seers and give good, clear, accurate, prophetic words to people that help them, not hinder them. 
And something, a saying that I have is dirty filters create dirty, confusing prophecies. So how does a person keep those lenses clean, um, like accountability-wise? How do you know, Steve, if maybe you're, if the lenses aren't as clear? Um, how you keep them clear is being in, in constant communication with the Lord in your personal life. You've got to have a personal relationship with God where you're communicating with Him every day about your own life. Uh, where you're reading the Bible, you're letting Him release revelation to you, being, being um, in a good, solid church that believes the Bible and that they teach the Word and they have a correct understanding of it so that when you go to church, you, you get fed again um, in, that, in that good, solid Word. And it goes beyond just Sunday. You know, we're responsible that weekly, daily, We've got to feed ourselves. We've got to develop ourselves. But being in a place where you're accountable to yourself, but you're accountable to a church, to a good, solid, Bible-believing uh, leadership that helps you develop that correct theology, those correct core values, because we're, we're always developing. We're always learning. I look at things that I may have believed years ago that I've got some revelation on some things over the years and I just I understand better because I understand better I can prophesy through a clearer lens to people right as we mature in the word as um, well the Bible says iron sharpens iron as our accountability um, I can remember a pastor one time saying you know I taught you this um, but I taught you wrong. And mm -hmm. he was humble enough to come back and say, but now that I've had this experience and God healed me, I know it to be real. Yes. And um, so being humble, admitting when you've, when you've missed it. Um, what else you have, Steve? Uh, let me give you an example. And it might help if somebody's still kind of out there wondering, I'll give you an example of a prophetic word I gave to somebody and the difference between looking through clear lenses that line up with the Word of God versus looking through dirty lenses that don't line up with the Word of God. So in this prophetic word I gave to this person, what I saw was I saw their house, actually where they live, and outside of their house at the end of their driveway was two vehicles parked on the side of the road with a man in each vehicle. And as they left their driveway, this person that lives in the house, as they left their home, the two men in the vehicle got out and went in the house. Now, I said, okay, Lord, what does that mean? And what the Lord showed me very quickly was this person has some demonic activity in their house where the devil has kind of had a heyday. And as they left their house, the Lord was sending angels into that house to clean it out, to get all that demonic activity out, and the angels would, would reside there uh, and, and protect and bring correct understanding to that home. Now, do I know that lines up with the Word? Yes, because the Word talks about angels surround us, angels protect us, angels guide us. So, but if I didn't have a correct understanding of the Word, if I had a dirty lens, it would have been very easy for me to prophesy fear into this individual. If I would have said, well, all I see are two men parked at the end of your driveway, I don't know what that means. 
that could have really instilled fear in this person, but rather I prophesied comfort mm -hmm. because there's some things going on in your home and they confirmed that to me. But the Lord sent some angels to go in and to clean it out and to reside there and to bring peace to that home. So that's an example of you're a seer, the Lord shows you things. It's important that we're prophesying through clear lens because that prophetic word, depending on the interpreter, could have went either way. It could have instilled fear or it could have instilled peace. And prophetic words should always instill peace into people's lives. A New Testament prophetic person speaks peace and comfort, not fear and judgment. And if you didn't know the word, you would not know that. I wouldn't have known that if I wasn't in the Word. What's some other nuggets you got, Steve? Um, kingdom core values, having core values is like gauges on a plane. A pilot can't fly solely on instinct. They have to rely on their gauges. And if you study, I'm not a pilot, I know a few, and, but if you study what a pilot does, you'll find out that pilots have to rely on their gauges. They can't rely just on their senses. And there's actually stories of pilots who have not relied on their gauges. They've relied to their senses, and they've actually crashed the plane because they thought they were going in a certain direction, but they were actually going down, and they didn't know it. They had to rely on their gauges. And sometimes prophetic people have a habit of living from their gut or flying from the seat of our pants. It's kind of the gift that we have. It can be a great quality, um, but it can also be a hindrance. If we fly by the seat of our pants and ignore our gauges, which is our core values, um, it will get us in trouble as prophetic people. So just like gauges for a pilot help him guide that plane, our core value is our gauges. Uh, we have to go by, when we say, okay, the Lord's showing me this, I'm always going in my mind, does this line up with the Word of God? If I use the, the same example that we talked about poverty uh, a few minutes ago, uh, if I see somebody, as I'm prophesying over them, in a poverty situation, and I believe poverty is the Word of God, I'm going to prophesy that they're smack dab in the will of God. But I believe that the Word of God says that I am not to live in poverty. I'm to live in abundance. I'm to be prosperous because I'm a king's kid. My dad owns it all. I don't live in poverty. So when then now when I see somebody living in poverty, I can prophesy abundance and prosperity into their life because I'm relying on my gauges, my core values, to give me that prophetic word for their life. Again, similar to the same example, that could go either way. I can prophesy poverty into somebody or I can prophesy prosperity into somebody. Uh, so it's very important that our core values are act just like a gauge does to a pilot who's flying a plane. That's rich. That, that's good. That's, that's good. What else you got, Steve? Um, Again, I guess to kind of even tie in with the, with the last time we met, uh, I interpret correctly by practicing, by being in the Word. Uh, having those correct core, I can't, I can't stress enough on having correct core values. If you're a new Christian, 
if you're very brand new to the Word of God, you're just kind of starting out, I recommend don't prophesy to anybody. Or if you feel like you have a prophetic word to somebody, make sure have somebody that you're submitted to that has experience in the prophetic, that is solid in the word. And when I first started out, I'd release a prophetic word to my pastors. I'd say, I think I have a prophetic word for this person, and here's what it is. And I'd let them judge the word first and say, that's good. That's really good. Go ahead and give them that word. Or they may say, well, you know, that's not that doesn't really line up with the word of God because the word of God says this. So if you're starting out, if you're new to this whole prophecy thing, if you're a new Christian who's just getting in the Word, um, don't prophesy unless you're submitted to somebody else that's kind of overseeing what you're doing. You know, run it by them first. Let them judge it. Let them guide you. And then the more you practice and the more you're in the Word of God is what's going to develop that prophetic gift. It's no different than any other, um, even a career or a profession. You get good at it because you know the guidelines that come with the job. You've been to college. You've been to school. You know what the book says, so now you know how to perform that function. And it's the same way with prophecy. You know what the book says, and because you know what the book says, you can now prophesy accurately. That's good. That's good. You know, um, how does words of knowledge, words of wisdom, um, how does that fit into? Um, it's, it's along the same lines as prophecy. Word of knowledge and word of wisdom is more speaking to right now, the present day in someone's life. Like a word of knowledge or word of wisdom, lots of times if you see hear somebody say, um, you know, you, you've got, there's something in your neck that that's, there's a pain in your neck or there's cancer in your body. They're speaking more to right now what is happening in your life. And then they can pray the word of God over that situation, that infirmity in your body or whatever that may be. So word of wisdom, word of knowledge is more concerning right now, present reality in someone's life. And then prophecy is more speaking to the future of that, that situation. And sometimes those all flow together. Someone may give a word of knowledge. Again, if we, we kind of stay on the same line of, you know, I see that you're, you're living in lack. You're living in poverty right now. You need a job. You're out of work. Whatever that is, that's kind of a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom because that's present-day reality. Well, then I'm going to shift it and I'm going to start prophesying over them and speaking that job to come forth, that prosperity to come forth, that abundance to be walking in the fullness of God. So they can work all together, but there are some people. My wife operates more in a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, where she sees actual present circumstances over somebody's life. And we work very well together that way because she'll see that, and then I can come in and prophesy to that situation. Uh, so very similar, but different also at the same time. You know, I keep hearing you say the word speak. Mm -hmm. And we know how important it is to speak um, good to our future, to speak positive and the power of our words. Can you touch on that? 
Yeah, it's, it's very, uh, the words we speak over our life contain a lot of power. Um, what we declare, what comes out of our mouth is the reality of what we believe. So I can say that I believe prosperity is from God, but if all that I declare over my life is I'm broke, I'm never going to come out of this, I'm never going to be able to pay the bills, I'm never going to be... I'm, I don't believe that because what I speak is really what I believe. Right. Um, so it's very important that we declare and we've got to know the Word of God, what the Word of God says, so that it doesn't matter. We can look at our checkbook and say, I don't care what my checkbook says, because the Lord says that my needs are met. The Lord says that He pours out in, in abundance. So even speaking and declaring over our own life or over somebody else's, it's very important that we know the Word of God, because our words carry a ton of power. They carry a lot of power. I like to, even the prophetic words that I have received, I like to memorize them and I like to speak them into the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Yep, I do the same thing. Uh, I've listened to pro prophetic words I've received. I've listened to them so much that I can, I can pretty much rattle them off without listening to them again. And I'll do the same thing. And it allows you to pray that, you know, Lord, you said this through that word, which lines up with the word of God. Um, Sometimes, if it's a recording, I'll listen to it. I'll play that, and I'll, I'll listen to that. And I've told people before where they've had prophetic words concerning um, their anxiety. And say, when that stirs up, play that prophetic word out loud. Declare that word. Command it to go. Uh, because what happens with prophetic words is the devil likes to come in and stir things up. And many times you'll find you'll receive a prophetic word, and it seems like almost immediately after that, everything goes the opposite of what that word says. That's where we, we take that word and we war with that word. We declare that word. We speak it out of our mouth. Uh, very important. Very powerful. So when you use the word war, you're... you're referring to speaking praying believing fighting declaring yes and almost like taking it by force this is what um this is what god says this is what the prophetic person said this is um it lines up with the word i'm going to take action steps and i'm going to believe it and I'm going to see it come to pass. Yes, yes. It's very important. You stand you stand on that word. You've got to be a little bit stubborn. You've got to be a little bit hard-headed because the devil will attack. But if you've, you've got to have that, that stubbornness in you to say, no, the word of God says this. I don't care what my present circumstances tell me. I don't care what looking through the reality of my natural eyes tells me. I need to look through the reality of my supernatural eyes and speak to the natural and command it to line up with what the Lord says. And it, it's powerful. I, I read this study, and I don't have 100% of the details of it, but in a nutshell, they did a study with cancer patients, and they provided different treatments. And the purpose of the study was to show you that what you think affects your mind, your body, everything. And they would tell the patient that they are going to give them an IV of medicine that's going to shrink their cancer cell, and they would believe it. 
Well, come to find out, all they were putting in their body was water. It was straight water. But because their mind was set that there's something going into my body that's going to shrink, the, can the cancer cell actually shrunk. It actually would begin to shrink because their mind said there's something going into my body that's shrinking the cancer cell when in reality it was just water. And then when they found out it was just water, the cancer cell began to grow again. And this was a study that I read about, I don't know how many years ago it happened, but that's a perfect example of what we speak and what we think affects our life. If we have something in our life that is cancerous and we think on the Word of God, that has to begin to shrink. But if we don't believe what God says about our situation, it can get worse, it can get, it can grow. Makes me think of that scripture, casting down imaginations and every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Mm -hmm. You know, I it brings to remembrance a prophetic word I received once um, that I was a writer and I was a, a, a prophetic writer and that um, I would write books that would really shake. Well, I hadn't written nothing at that point, mm -hmm. um, but I began to write and then I would hear this little voice say, you're no writer. Who do you think you are? You're not going to write anything. You're not ever going to publish books. But you know what? Um, I, I sort of like you. I um, got out of my comfort zone. I said, I'm going to write more. I'm going to write more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, until that went away. Mm -hmm. Until I said, you know what? I'm going to do what was prophesied over me. Mm-hmm. And I know that I will have these books published and they will um, have great impact. Yes, very important. And, and the devil likes to, almost every time that I prophesy over someone, he likes to try to tell me that that wasn't right, you missed it. And it's easy as human to accept that and beat yourself and doubt yourself. Uh, but that's why, again, you battle with, no, I'm, I'm called to prophesy. I, I can prophesy. The Word of God says I can. And I'm confident that what I spoke over that person is God. It's from the Lord. Amen. Well, Steve, I always like to end the broadcast with prayer. So I want you to um, prophesy and I want you to pray for our listeners today. All right. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for each and every listener out there today. Father, may we have clear lenses. May we be in the Word of God. May we have correct theology, correct doctrine, correct understanding so that we can speak into the lives of others, but we can also speak into our own lives and declare things over our own lives that lines up with the Word of God. And today, I want to speak to mindsets. As, as we were doing this interview, I kept hearing the Lord say, speak to wrong mindsets and I just want to break that stronghold of wrong theology that are over some of the listeners uh, they have they they're not in the Word of God enough or they've believed wrong teaching they're living in poverty they're living in sickness they're living in discouragement and they're living in bondage and they believe that it's from God and it's their judgment and they have to live with it so today I prophesy, I declare, I break that bondage over their life, I break those chains over their mind, and I declare today that they're going to have a clear mind. They're going to begin to start hearing and seeing the true, perfect 
will of God. And they will step out of poverty into prosperity. They'll come out of sickness and they'll be in health and they won't live in that bondage any longer. So Father, I thank you that mindsets are being healed today, even to those listening this very minute. Bondages are broken and clear minds are coming about. They're being set free in their minds. We thank you for it. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you, Steve, and thank you listeners for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.